Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Russ Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Yeah, it's Daddy Soda time here on the College Draft Podcast presented by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, bunch of podcasts already posted the Ross Tucker football podcast this morning with all of my takeaways from every game week eight in the NFL. We move forward. Because I love this show. It's three podcasts in one. It's a college football podcast with the biggest game. It's an NFL draft podcast with the biggest prospects. And it is a college football betting podcast. All thanks to my guy, Emery Hunt, the man with the plan, at F-Ball Game Plan on Twitter, Football Game Plan on YouTube, footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide and I'm getting after it early this week Emery I think I got the first game in probably week 10 or week 11 college football uh tomorrow night we're recording this Monday morning tomorrow night little midweek maction ball state who has some legit prospects at Akron Keep an eye on the safety for Ball State, Bryce Crosby. He is a really, really good player. I think this will be his 53rd start. You know, with the COVID year, Emery, it's crazy how many games some of these guys are playing. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, let's say this weekend I have uh, an FCS game. I have Monmouth versus North Alabama. And you think about Monmouth going deep in the spring season turning right back around and playing a full fall season. So, you know, even on that side, you, you see it with Sam Houston. You see it with South Dakota State. More importantly, uh, the, the amount of games these guys have gotten on their bodies in a, in a calendar year is, is, is ridiculous. Um, so it's, it's interesting, interesting to see the war of attrition with a lot of these schools and a lot of these programs uh, with the COVID year and the FCS programs that played in the spring. Uh, it, it's just been uh, – a fascinating uh, year uh, in college football. It really has. Check out Emory on social. I said it already at F ball game plan. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. The highlight clips are always found youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, or you can follow us at Ross Tucker pod on Twitter or Instagram. Boy, you're not messing around this week, Emory. Let's start with a huge one. Going to be all kinds of NFL scouts and executives at this one as Liberty. Hugh Freeze goes to Ole Miss to take on the Rebs. Ole Miss is laying nine and a half points. Arguably, I guess, along with Kenny Pickett, the two best quarterbacks uh, for the NFL draft. Do you have one between Malik Willis and, and Matt Corral that – you've been more impressed with so far this year that you like more as a prospect? 
Uh, well, it's a twofold question. I still like Malik Willis as the QB one, but I've been more impressed with Matt Corral this year as opposed to what he did last year. Last year, I felt like he was a little bit more uh, a see it through type of a guy, a streaky guy. This year, I think he's found a little bit more consistency, added the running element to his game. He's a strong runner now. Uh, so he's moving up the boards, is, in my opinion, in, in terms of uh, my quarterback rankings. Because last year, we talked about this in the summer. Like, if we were talking pure prospect by definition, you know, you're looking at height, weight, speed, you're looking at elite level traits, then Malik Willis is the best prospect because he has the Michael Vick like laser arm. He has 4-4 speed, and he also has the ability of uh, getting better. He has the upside that you look for because he's the only. this is only, what, his second year of starting, so you have a lot more room to grow. And a lot of people are struggling to find a comp for Malik Willis. He seems to be you know, a unique player, but see how someone, and I'm not comparing these guys as a one-to-one, but Justin Fields and Malik Willis's game is a little bit similar to how they how they play. So it's like we've seen that before. We've seen it with, with also Jalen Hurts. So Malik Willis, to me, could be a cross between those two guys from a prospect perspective. He's faster than Hurts, uh, has a stronger arm than Hurts, but he's probably not as fast as Justin Fields and, and hasn't played a lot uh, like Justin Fields had uh, coming into the, his uh, draft season. So Malik Willis is a unique prospect, but Corral is definitely someone, I said, you know, he kind of reminds me of Drew Locke with a little bit more speed. Um, and I like Drew Locke as a prospect. But I think Corral, to me, is has been more impressive because of where he came from uh, last year as opposed to this season. So I know, Emery, we got a full season. You know, we'll, we'll wait till the season's over. But I'm just curious, in your head, th- what would be your pecking order right now with those two guys and Pickett? Pickett is – I've seen a lot of Pickett. And that's what's funny because, um, you know, some people may call me a troll – but sometimes you just got to remind people that, you know, you've seen stuff already. And it's funny to see when the bandwagon fills up. So I found a tweet from 2019. Uh, and I was probably at that North Carolina pit game that happens next week on Thursday, that traditional Thursday night game. I retweeted it because it says, I said, Kenny Pickett has the juice. But nobody was talking about Kenny Pickett until, you know, the tastemakers start talking about Kenny Pickett. And now everybody's trying to one up you know, everyone on Kenny Pickett. But Kenny Pickett has always played this way. He's always been someone that, that can get hot, kind of like a Kirk Cousins, right? He's he's a little bit streaky. Um, but when he's on when he when he's on, like the ball just comes out quick. He's he's throwing with anticipation. He's getting the ball where it needs to be. Um so Kenny Pickett would be third if we're talking about just those three guys. Now there's some guys I, I would have ahead of Kenny Pickett. Um that's why I love my quarterback rankings because we we throw everybody in the mix. You know, you you may see a an NAIA quarterback with with a lot of raw talent in the mix over someone playing at the power five level. So you just never know. But if we're talking about Willis Corral and Pickett, I would have them one, two, three in that order. Willis one Corral two Pickett three. Where's Carson strong. Strong would be four. Um, if we're talking about those four players, because again, there's guys that I would have ahead of Pickett and also ahead of strong, um, in the in the entire in entirety of my quarterback rankings, um, so it's if we're just talking those four, I will rank them in that order. Ole Miss is laying nine and a half. What do you think, Emory? I kind of wanted Liberty to be undefeated coming into this game because it would have been a monumental matchup. But now it's more of a pro prospect matchup as opposed to a college football game matchup. 
because if they were to beat Ole Miss, then, you know, the following week, they got the 24th ranked Raging Cajuns. So, you know, that's going to, you just can't go into Lafayette, Louisiana and get a win. So <laughs> you know, now you have, you know, a pro prospect matchup. It, 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 I feel like this would be a, a very entertaining game. You have two dynamic players. So I'm taking liberty in the points. I look at whatever the over is, I probably would lean over. Um, but as far as the, the matchup and the nine points, I can see Liberty finding splash plays just like Ole Miss will in this game. So I see a high-scoring one, a close one, but a high-scoring one. Well, I will be keeping my eye on that one. And speaking of keeps, two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they are 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. And here's the deal, dudes. There's only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. I've been taking both for years. I took the pill this morning before we started recording. I rubbed the topical solution on my head. I'm trying to keep what I got. That's what these medicines can do. That's why the FDA approved them. Before it starts, start taking Keeps. You'll be so happy that you did. Because by the time you start to see some balding, you've lost 50% of the hair follicles in that area. Trust me, I've talked to doctors about it. If you are ready to take action and prevent hair loss like I was, go to keeps.com slash draft to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash draft to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash draft. Next game, Emery, it's Tulsa at Cincy. You know, we were talking about these quarterbacks. We didn't even reference Desmond Ritter. Um, By the way, Cincy's laying 22 points, and everybody's kind of getting up in arms because they're not winning by enough right now, not enough style points the last couple weeks. They're still winning. I mean, I don't know. Uh, People forget how hard it is to win a football game sometimes, but – Let's talk uh, in particular about Desmond Ritter. I'm kind of curious where he fits into your quarterback power rankings right now. What you've seen from him this year. You know, he, he is someone that I feel like has been at Cincinnati forever. Um, and he has shown the ability to, to help out in the run game. I know last year his deep ball accuracy was up and down. This year it seems to be a little bit more consistent there. Uh, but there's still something about his game that that, that sends, okay, I, I, he's a good player, uh, and maybe he's more along the lines of a guy that can be a, a solid QB2, or if you want him to be your starter, he's going to be the type of starter that you're going to need uh, a lot of help around. I'm not saying that he he doesn't have the elite traits uh, that, that you would see, but someone that, you know, he sort of reminds me of, uh, I can't remember, I always forget his name, that played quarterback at the University of Miami, whose mother was Felicia uh, on the movie Friday. <laughs> um, but he reminds me a little bit of him, and but but he has the ability to run. So that, that will help him out. So I, I see him more as a solid QB2 with QB1 upside, um, but not someone that you can take in the first round. He's more of a second, third round type player um, that, that can help you out uh, in, in, you know, if, in a pinch. And so for me, he, I still, I personally would have him ahead of Carson Strong, uh, and probably even ahead of Kenny Pickett, um, because of his of the the ability to run. And Kenny Pickett's age, you know, he's going to be twenty four by the time 
Um, you know, the season kicks off next year. But I feel like Ritter, because of the mobility, gives you a little bit more in that regard. So, from again, from a pure prospect standpoint, um, I would have him probably third behind uh, Corral and, and Willis. And Pickett has, has improved, but I still definitely think Ritter over strong, in my opinion. Yeah, the guy you were talking about, by the way, Brad Kaya. Kaya from Miami, Brad, Brad Kaya. Yeah, Brian, our producer, got that. I love. It's nice when Brian's not on the air, so he can Google stuff uh, <laughs> while you and I are are going over it. Tulsa's got a D lineman you like in Jackson Player. Hear me out on this, because people hear names and the. It's like when people when you post a tweet of an article, and people just read the caption and don't read the entire article. So. Hear what I'm saying when I say this. When you watch Jackson player play, he has the quickness and the eyes of an Aaron Donald. But I feel like he has, you know, the the athleticism of a Puna Ford. So you can see pieces together. You go back and watch him versus Navy. And I always like to watch D-Lineman versus option teams because you're going to learn a lot about their eyes, their hands, uh, and their ability to find a football. And also you know, how quickly – <laughs> how quick that's how you know i'm telling the truth how Bless quickly you. thank you they uh they get off blocks and and be able to be disruptive player is someone that does that consistently and so you watch me like man this is a, a a guy that plays like his hair is on fire he's hella disruptive on the inside um he plays with that same energy throughout the game so he's gonna be a problem moving forward i think people need to start talking more about jackson player out of tulsa what about the 22 points that the Bearcats are laying? This is this is a sad state of affairs we are in college football because, you know, you just can't win games. Like you talked about, they have to win these games by an impressive bars because you already saw last weekend the, you know, I think it was Heather Dinich started to put out those, you know, started to plant the seeds already. Well, you know, Cincinnati, you know, the, the they bring out all these stats of how their strength of schedule as they sit number two in the country and people have short memories, they forget that Cincinnati should have beaten Georgia in that peach bowl last year. And they want to knock them for having, because they want to get all the big name power five schools in the playoff. So I said, I'd like to say this, they will have to win by more than 22 against Tulsa. So I will lay the points because I know they're going to keep the, the, the pressure on the golden hurricane all throughout the game. I'll say this. I will lose my mind if they go undefeated and they're not in the college football playoff, I will lose my mind. That would drive to be number two, the whole season to win at Indiana, to win at Notre Dame. I mean, give me a break. Well, you see, you you saw what you saw what they did this past weekend too. Like, I mean, Indiana is down this year. And, I mean, Notre Dame, how really good is Notre Dame? i like, wait a minute. But in the offseason, y'all use those two games to say, well, if they could beat Notre Dame uh, in at Notre Dame and they could beat this really good Big Ten potential champion Indiana team, like, but now y'all move the goalposts. It's going to always move. Auburn's at A&M. Huge game. A&M's laying four and a half. Love the running backs in this game. Talk to me first about Tank Bigsby. It's funny when you watch Bigsby run and then you go and look at his height and weight. I, I was like, man, I'm, I'm clearly watching someone that's, you know, maybe 5'11", 6 feet, 225, 230. But he's listed at 6 feet, 205. You're like, man, this dude runs 
like he's a power back. Um, he's a true sophomore, but you just love the potential that he brings to the table. And he's someone that had a bit of a lull in, in the middle of the season, but got back on track last week in that game. We were shocked that Auburn were favored by, I guess, you know, the, I don't know how Vegas knows. They just know, you know, so Bigsby got back on track with a hundred something yard game. Um, but you watch him just like, he's explosive. He's a, a angry runner and he may not have the wiggle of Kareem Hunt, but he has that same, you know, D G A F ness of Kareem mm-hmm. Hunt when he runs the ball. He, they run with the same mentality. Like every player is the last play of the game, almost like when we used to watch Billy Sims run. Like Bill, Billy Sims ran like he didn't care about his body. And, and that was fun to watch. So I think Bigsby is going to be a phenomenal back um, to, to keep an eye on this game because he's going to have to have another big day if they want to beat AM. Overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, it's a network working for everyone and what Isaiah Spiller's been doing the last couple of years and working for everyone, Emery. And doing a lot. You know, he's showing his versatility as always, you know, in pass pro, catching the football, showing he could be an inside runner, showing he can get the corner, uh, showing a lot of pro-level traits. And I've always said this about his game. He reminds me a lot of Jeremy Hill when he was coming out of LSU and when he had his success with Cincinnati. I, I see him as a foundational back, a guy that can dot that eye, be your lead, your lead ball carrier. So I'm a big Isaiah Spiller fan. Uh, he would be in the conversation. I know we had this talk about a couple of weeks ago. He would be in the conversation for me for uh, best back in the draft and someone that you could take. If you if you are the Miami Dolphins and you need a tailback, Isaiah, Isaiah Spiller could be that guy for you. AM laying four and a half. What do you think? I learned last week not to go against Auburn and, you know, uh, Joe Kane. I mean, Bo Nix, you know, putting the women and children to bed and going looking for dinner. Bo Nix did a great job last week. Um, he just finds big plays. However, I like AM, so I'm laying the points with the Aggies in this one. Wow. Laying the You hate Auburn. Laying the I points. I can't trust Auburn, man, despite evidence saying, hey, you can trust us in this spot. I feel like the bottom is going to fall out, so I can't trust them. Although I do like Bo Nix and I do like Tank Bixby and some of the players they have on defense, but I I can't. Michigan State is at Purdue. Is this line right? Michigan State's only laying two and a half. Are they expecting them to have an Iowa moment here? We saw Purdue give Iowa some problems, but yeah, that line is correct. It's very small. There's not a lot of confidence in the Spartans coming to this game. Yeah, let's start with a couple of DNs. I love the DN in this game. Jacob, uh, I forget how to say his last name, um, Panasiuk, the the DN, he's had like two or three brothers that have come through Michigan State. Exactly. His last one was a defensive tackle. And and this one, Jacob, is is a really good uh, player. And, and when you watch him, you think, okay, is he a hand-on-the-ground guy or is he a stand-up edge rusher in a 3-4? I know nowadays it doesn't really matter. Uh, so many multiple defenses out there at the pro level. But I do like how he stays active throughout the play, whether it's chasing the ball carrier or the quarterback, or if he's blocked at the line of scrimmage, his hands will stay active and stay up in the air, try to bat the ball down. So right now he's a midseason All-American from the athletic. He's leading the team in sacks. And he's playing really well on both ends. I feel like where he has to get better, you want to see a little bit more consistent hand usage. Uh, sometimes he, he struggles to get off blocks 
and because he doesn't use his hands very well. So if he can continue to improve in that area, he probably can get even more sacks the rest of the way. And for Purdue, I've seen this guy on tape a couple of times, and I, I did the Army Bowl when he was in it. He's really impressive. They're DN George Karloftis. And I don't want to typecast him because he's a defensive end playing at Purdue. But, man, it's hard not to see Ryan Kerrigan when you watch him and how disruptive he's been um, throughout. From the time he got on campus, I'm talking about spring ball. And they had the spring game, and his dude was blowing stuff up to getting out there as a true freshman and playing really well. And to what he has done over the course of his career, he's a legitimate ball player and someone that should get drafted in the first round. I don't know where people are talking about him. Uh, I don't know where the mock drafts have him, have him, but if you don't have him in your first round, you're doing it wrong because he's disruptive on both ends. He can get pressure on the quarterback, but also throws off blocking assignments. If you have to uh, designate how you block Purdue up front, Based off where Karloftis lines up, that's a premier type player. That's the type of guy you want on your defense. It's a really good point. Uh, he's so good with his hands, too. So powerful. Michigan State laying two and a half. What do you got? You know, coming off that emotional win against Michigan and, you know, all the hype and, and pomp and circumstance, I just don't see them laying an egg against Purdue. I don't trust Purdue's offense enough to say, yeah, Purdue got a shot here. It, it'll have to be on Purdue's defense turn the ball over. But I like Michigan State to cover this, this uh, two-and-a-half-point spread. How crazy is it, Emery, that Walker's probably the Heisman favorite now, the running back, after what he did against Michigan? The Heisman favorite transferred from Wake Forest this offseason, and yet Wake Forest – is what nine and oh or eight no top 10 in the country? I mean, it's crazy when you think about it like that. Um, I just see such great vision from Kenneth Walker. Speaking of vision, visibility is your first line of defense when it comes to staying safer on the road. Seeing better means spotting the unexpected even faster. If you're like me and Emery and you're driving all over the place during football season. Emory's doing high school games up here where the running back from Milton Hershey that people forgot because they didn't play last year had like 500 yards, Deion Bryant. He was awesome as a sophomore. He had no junior season. He didn't play a game. People, I'm glad I'm glad you do some of the FCS games you do. And mm-hmm. like Morgan say, people need to know about that kid. He's good. And I'm glad people now know about AutoZone Visibility Week. With the $10 bonus reward when you buy two Rain-X Quantum Wiper Blades, you get a $5 bonus reward just for joining AutoZone Rewards. Then they got the $25 bonus reward when you get a Sylvania LED Fog Twin Pack. Ready to see more and drive safer? Visit your nearest AutoZone or head to AutoZone.com to start your job today. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Yeah, Emery, that kid had an awesome sophomore year. And then no junior year because of COVID. And I don't know because he goes to Milton Hershey. I don't know if people know about him from a recruiting standpoint. And that, bro, listen. First of all, if me and you were on the call for that game together, we would have lost it. I, I, I said on the broadcast, I want someone to have confidence in me the way Milton Hershey's coaching staff has confidence in his passing game that's not working tonight. Every time they hand the ball off to this dude, he, I was I remember mid mid-game, I was like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me this dude's averaging 11 and a half yards a carry and they out here trying to throw the football? He had three 70 plus yard runs. So I, I definitely had to make a point 
to highlight him after I was done. Normally, I don't do so unless it's just a, a wild performance like I did with Cy Burgos. Uh, when he had a 360-something yard day, broke the school's rushing record uh, in the week one of the, the high school season. But this dude, and again, Milton Hershey's coach is a, a way better person than I am because they got the ball back with a minute 18 left in that game. And I'm like, listen, if Emory Hunt was coaching that football team, we're trying to get this kid 500 yards rushing. Um, but he he did a great job. I hope some colleges take notice. Like I said, FCS, I, I said on the broadcast, he is an FCS back all day long about a good a mid four or five guy um and i was on a broadcast for one of his games as a sophomore uh two years ago and i'm just shocked that no one is talking about him but hopefully after that game he'll start to hear his phones ring a lot uh with, with college scouts calling nichols is at mcneese state a uh a louisiana special i know you love your louisiana uh you know group of five and fcs ball Nichols has Lindsey Scott Jr. and wide receiver Deshaun Dixon. Those names sound familiar, actually. They really do, because Deshaun Dixon has been on a pro radar for quite some time. Could have had a chance to come out last year, decided to take the free year and go back, because he was going to play in the spring and then go to the NFL draft. But he decided to come back uh, to Nichols. And he, so he's going to be a draftable guy. He's a, he's a guy that's going to carry a high draftable grade. He's an explosive receiver, a uh, big play-type threat down the field. Um, and someone that tracks the ball extremely well. Lindsey Scott Jr. is someone whose game is so tailor-made for now what we see in the, today's game. If you like Kyler Murray, uh, you'll like Lindsey Scott Jr. And everywhere he's been, he has won. Quiet as kept. He probably should have gotten that job after Joe Burrow at, at LSU when he committed to LSU. He was out there playing really well during the spring game. Then he goes to East Mississippi Community College, leads him to a championship. He goes to Purdue, I mean, not Purdue, Missouri, didn't really get on the field, came down to Nichols, led him to the playoffs last year, um, and threw up a, a gang of touchdowns. This year he's doing the same thing. He is someone that legitimately works touchdown to check down. He's Kyler Murray-like. Uh, he can throw the football really well at all levels of the field, and also he's a dynamic runner. Uh, he's leading the team in rushing, and he also leads the team uh, throwing the football and passing. And So he's a tremendous talent. Isaiah Chambers is the D lineman for McNeese. Senior Bowl watch list guy probably is going to end up in the Senior Bowl. Pass rushing prowess consistently. Um, so if Nichols is going to have a chance to beat McNeese in this one, they're going to have to block him. Chambers has tremendous bursts off the ball, and when he closes on the quarterback, like it's a, it's a, you almost hear the train wreck coming because you like, man, this thing is coming chaotically all the way downhill, and he is lifting guys off the ground. So. He's a power guy, quick guy, good acceleration, and one of the top sack artists in college football, regardless of subdivision. Check him out on social media at FBall Game Plan. Certainly football game plan on YouTube. We are youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You got the draft guide, footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. Make sure you're listening to the Ross Tucker podcast to see how you can win a Madden this week other than that the keg is kicked we're all tapped out thanks for listening to the college draft podcast make sure to also subscribe to the ross tucker football podcast fantasy feast even money and the business of sports all available at apple podcasts ross or wherever podcasts can be found
A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 